really warm welcome to the teaching ministry of New Life Church Crawley. We're a multicultural, intergenerational church. And we believe in the gospel of Christ. We believe in spreading his love through his word and through his works. We really hope that you enjoy what you hear today. We'd love for you to connect with us via the usual social media outlets, such as Facebook or on our website. Okay, so a warm welcome from me as well. It's so wonderful to see you here. Welcome to those online. Wonderful to have you with us as well, as always. Um, and I'm going to just run through some notices and announcements before I hand over to Ian in a moment. But the first announcement is a special request. I won't say who it's come from because more than one person has spoken to me about football. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please, please, please is the plea that I've been asked to give. Do not speak of the results in this building to anyone here because some people are recording it and don't want it spoiled. So big request, okay? <laughs> okay, before I do any more announcements, I'm going to invite Carol. She has a testimony she'd like to share, so I'm going to hand over to Carol. Thank you. I'm not going to stand behind there because you won't see me. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, yeah, this is just a little bit of a funny story. Um, last week, I went down to our local shops and um, Mike, we forgot some shopping. So Mike went back to get the shopping and I went back to the car. And as I was going back to the car, there was this um, gentleman and he'd come around the corner and he was, I would probably think he was probably from Kenya or somewhere like that. He wasn't English anyway. But he, I could see that he was in pain. He'd, he'd got a crutch. He was pushing his baby is in a, in a um, buggy and he was just walking like this like this and I just walked past him and I just felt God say pray for him Carol <laughs> anyway so so I started talking to him and we had a bit of a conversation and he said um, that he'd um, had a hip replacement he'd got he's got to have two his, his other one had gone as well um, so we just chatted so I said well I'm a Christian, I said, and I believe that power will pray. Can I pray for you? And he said, oh, oh, yes, you know, like that, anyway. And so I said, so I said to him, uh, so I went over to him, and I was in the middle of the pavement, and there's people walking past, and I'm praying for this guy, and I put my hand on his shoulder, and I said to him, um, um, what's your name? So he said, Jewish. Juice or something like that. Jesus, I like that. And he said, "My name's Jesus." <laughs> and I just thought it was so funny because I thought God's got a funny sense of humour. Because there I was in the middle of this pavement praying for this guy whose name was Jesus and asking God to heal Jesus. <laughs> and I just thought it was just so funny. God's got a funny sense of humour. Anyway, I went back to. Back to the car, quite laughing, and my, anyway, Mike came round the corner, and Mike said to me, "Have you been praying? Have you been praying for a, bit, for a guy?" And I went, "Yeah." He said, "I've just met him." He said, "He just come up to me, and he said, that lady's, that lady's just prayed for me." <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Carol. We've just sung, haven't we? God deserves the glory. Wow, what a great testimony to follow what we've just sung in worship. Thank you, Carol. 
Okay, so quick whiz through the notices. They're on screen for you. You will see there there's an online connect card, welcome card. If you are visiting and you've been given a welcome pack this morning, please do fill it in. Or if you're online, please do fill it in. We'd love to keep connected with you. So all the details are there as well as the church website. Okay, next one, please. Summer events. These have been hugely popular, I am told. <laughs> uh, sadly, I haven't made any due to other commitments, but I know that God is at work because I keep hearing great things about all that's happening at the summer events. So if you can make this Wednesday the final one for the summer, no, the penultimate one for the summer, my apologies, please, please do, because it's a wonderful time for the community to come in, to meet with God, to meet with God's people, and for his love to be shared. Thank you. Okay, talking of sharing God's love, another event coming up, the God Loves You Tour. Uh, there may still be coach places available, I don't know for sure, but you can see there the QR code, you can scan. So if God has laid someone on your heart to bring along, to hear God's word, to share that, then please do look at the details there, as you can see on the screen. <clears throat> Prayer. Grace, I can't tell you what a blessing you are to me. I tell you all the time, but you're a blessing not just to me, but to this church because having headed up the prayer ministry um, and over, kind of oversee that here, it's been wonderful. We've been meeting on Wednesdays online. Anyone who's joined that will know what an encouragement and a great time that is. But this is actually about something new that's starting in September. I came all excited last week thinking it had started. <laughs> and so did Mike and so did Ian. And the three of us went and prayed, didn't we? <laughs> but officially, this launch is in September. So please do come along. It will be a time to commit the service into God's hands, to really invite God's presence, Holy Spirit, and help with us as we join together on Sunday mornings. Next one, please. Okay, tithing. We talk about um, tithing and giving as part of our ongoing series, and you'll see there about, it talks about being good stewards. Now, we've just given our worship to bring honor to God. But we should also worship and honour God with our giving. And there's a verse up there that talks about being good stewards. Well, being a good steward is giving away some of what God has given us, giving it back to God, giving him the glory as part of our worship and honour towards him. And there's another verse that says, honour the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruit of your crops. So, if you haven't come prepared this morning, but you would like to give, there are opportunities for you to do that. There are envelopes at the back. You can do so online if you visit the church website. And for those of you that give regularly by direct debit, thank you so much because it helps us plan ahead and know what's coming in and use the money for God's glory to do amazing things like the summer picnics. Thank you. Ways to give you can see on screen there. And I think we're coming to our last announcement now, which is holiday time. So can you believe Dave and Bev's holiday is almost at an end? Doesn't seem that long ago since they went, does it? So we are still available. Kerry, David, Ian, myself, 
still available, but Dave will be back shortly. Um, so, yeah, just a reminder that keep praying for us as leaders. Keep committing God's work into his hands because he's doing great things. And now I'm going to hand over to Ian, who is going to start sharing God's word with us. Okay. Um, just let me get organised a minute. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, the other day, um, I heard this song, and it sort of goes like this, but I want you to, um, if you know the second bit or the second line, I want you to sing it, okay? And it goes something like this. Let me think. Um, it goes, Glory, glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> Man United. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, Chris, you're the only Man United fan in here. <laughs> glory, glory. Glory, glory. Now... <laughs> There are other football brands available. <laughs> Aren't there, David? <laughs> and obviously today is an important day for the ladies. Come on. So, um, yeah, I heard that song and I thought, yeah, I, I thought I want to know that, that second line. And thank you, Chris, uh, for reminding us of that. Um, well, now, we all have differing, differ, differing opinions on Man United, because um, we're all are all different uh, supporters. We might not support anyone, but you may have uh, something that you glory, and football might be one of them. It could be all sorts of things, and we're going to look into that in a minute, children as well. So I'm going to get the children up in a minute. But I looked at what the word glorious means in the dictionary, and it means admiration, praise and honour. Admiration, praise and honour. And, you know, that we do that, don't we, whether we're supporting a football team or whether um, we support another team or, or what. We all admire and we glory someone, don't we? It might be a footballer, it might be someone famous. We all, we all have our favourites, don't we? And um, glorious, deserving, great admiration, praise and Honor. So we all here have different, differing opinions. So what I want you to do, children, I wonder if you could quickly come up the front and I'm going to show you something. Come up the front quickly, 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 because we haven't got much time. Okay? And I want you to stand in the line. All stand in the line. And I'm going I'm to show you something. Okay? But first of all, what we do is I want you to tell me I want you to tell me, and we'll go along the line. If you're not sure, just put your hand up and we'll go on to the next person. Okay? Now, I want you to tell me what you think is amazing or glorious. All right? You've got three seconds to think. One, two, three. What do you think is glorious or amazing? My mummy in the back. How cool is that? Eh? What do you think is amazing or glorious? Jesus. Well done. What do you think is amazing or glorious? Um, I think that is amazing that I have family and food. Family and food. That's a good one. What do you think is amazing or glorious? 
My family and God. Fantastic. What do you think is amazing or glorious? I think amazing is if you sing a song for God or Jesus. Fantastic. Give me five for that. Give us five. Yeah. What do you think is amazing or glorious? Life. Pardon, did you say... Life. Did did you say me? Life. Oh, Life. 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 And lastly, what do you think is amazing or glorious? Basketball. Basketball. Come on. Now, I've got some... Oh, sorry, I tried on your foot. Now, I've got some things in here, and I had a quick sort out at home, okay? But I don't want you to look in these boxes, all right? Okay, I've only got four. I haven't got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But if I, I've got lots of things that are amazing. So you can take that one, okay? Right, don't look in it. Don't look, who wants this one? You want that one? You can share it together, that's fine. Right, who want, do, you want, do you boys want that one? That's perfect, look at that. And you two can have this one. Don't open it, don't open it, whatever you do. Okay, so we're going to open... Uh, let me just have a little peek, because I can't remember. Okay, we'll do that one last, because that's a special one. Okay, right, you can open yours first, and I want you to tell me what it is in there. You all right? Oh, on your hand. Cool. I'll wrap that up well. What, what is it? Hold it up. A ring. A ring. Wow, look how sparkly that is. Look. That is glorious, isn't it? Do you like that? Yeah. Amazing. I'm going to give that a 10. Give it a 10? Whoa. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, I think you like jewellery because you've got a necklace on, haven't you? Yeah. Do you like jewellery? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So some people like jewellery. Necklace. Yeah, necklace. Spotting all the jewellery now. Now, we're going to do that one last. Okay. Right. What have you... Where should we go? This one or this one? Let's go to this one. What have you got in your box? Hold them up. Whoa! Hold, hold them right up. Hold it. Chocolate fingers. Who thinks they're glorious? Come on. Anybody apart from Bethany don't like chocolate. So anyone else don't like chocolate? You don't like chocolate? Yes, you do. You love chocolate. So they're glorious, aren't they? I, I think we might have lost those. <laughs> I love chocolate, and some people think that is glorious, don't they? I like chocolate. And, right, the next one, very quickly. What have we got in there? Oh, that is my Bible, and that was given to me, and that is very, very, very glorious. Because if you open it up, look, it says, I got this when I was really, really young, and it says... Presented to Ian by Mummy and Daddy, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Christmas? 1974! Uh, That's a long time ago, isn't it? 1974! Wow. And that is very, very glorious. That's my first Bible when I was... Um, very very young so the last one very quickly do you want to get that out and I want you to hold it up and I want you to oh what's that uh, I want you to um, turn to uh, oh uh, hold it up right up that is glorious 
Because do you know why? That is a, a, a calendar, a desk calendar. Hold it up, right up, right up. And that's me. With hair. Put your hand up if you've got one of them. No. So that's really glorious. And there's only one available, and I've got it, and you can't get it off me. Okay? So there's loads of things there that are all glorious. Thank you very much, children. If you want to go and sit down now. Okay? Just put it on the floor there. That'd be great. Yeah, I'll have that back. Thank you. Okay. So... There you go. There's a few of my things that are are glorious to me. There was once an author called Jack Higgins. Now, I've never heard of Jack Higgins, but his real name was Henry Patterson. And he wrote a book called The Eagle Has Landed. Do you remember the film? Every Christmas they bring it out. The Eagle Has Landed. And he was asked when he was little if there was anything... Uh, he wished he had told his younger self. And his response was this. When you get to the top, there's nothing there. When you get to the top, there's nothing there. And he was a very, very famous author and he'd sold many, many millions of books. And lots of people followed him and they made him glorious. And every year or most years, the film comes out. And he says, when you get to the top, there's nothing there. Nothing there. The truth is, there's only one glorious, isn't there? And that is our Jesus Christ. You know, we've sung so many songs this morning about God's glory. And he does deserve all the glory. And um, we are so blessed um, to uh, know, know Jesus. If we accept the truth that God is glorious, we will focus turn our focus from the things that often glorify us as people. You know, like I said, we can glorify people. It's very easy to glorify people. We can glorify money, which is not good. I'm not saying nothing wrong with money, but it's what we, what we do with it. And that can be a, a, a grab as well. Or power. You know, power is an illusion like we've just seen uh, with um, Henry Patterson. So remember the quote, when you get to the top... There is nothing there. So I'm going to hand over to Liz now, and then she's going to go through uh, looking at some people that experienced God's glory in the Bible. And we're going to hand out the activity packs as well. That would be great. To look first at Moses. So you'll see on the screen a portion of scripture from Exodus 25, and it's about Moses being with God for 40 days and nights on Mount Sinai. Now, last week, Kerry reminded us about Moses, didn't she? And the journey that he went on. So I'm going to read you this passage to remind us again a bit more. Then Moses went up into the mountain, and a cloud covered the mountain. Now, the glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the seventh day, he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain. 
in the eyes of the children of Israel. So Moses went into the midst of the cloud and went up into the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. Now the bit I want us to really focus on is highlighted on the screen there. It says the sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire. Can you imagine seeing that? Just think about a vision of fire. As humans, we're drawn to fire, aren't we? On a cold day, there's nothing better than feeling its warmth and being drawn towards it. But captivated, how many of you have watched the flames as they crackle and burn and the logs burn? It's absolutely captivating. And we know it's beautiful, but we also know that if we get too close, what will happen? We get burnt. <clears throat> so we have an understanding with natural fire that there's an attraction to it, but we're cautious as well. And here we see Moses being drawn towards God's glory. He's drawn into the midst of that cloud, and it's not a fleeting thing, He's on that mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. So that whole cloud and fire showing God's presence and God's glory. If we move on in Exodus to chapter 33, we see a conversation between Moses and God. And Moses says, please show me your glory. Look at God's response, have a listen. He said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face for no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, here is a place by me and you shall stand on the rock. So it shall be, while my glory passes by, that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Now, this really demonstrates, I think, to us that God is so glorious that it wasn't possible for Moses to see his face. The glory would have been too much. It was so incredible, so amazing, so glorious. <clears throat> and notice that Moses was changed. Who wouldn't be? Can you imagine what that would have been like? I can't even begin to imagine how it was. He was drawn to God's glory. And following that, we see a change in how he lived his life. He went on to lead the Israelites and respond to God's calling. <clears throat> we also see God at work and the glory of God with Isaiah. Isaiah 6, verse 1 to 4. And for this one, I'd like you, if you're willing, to close your eyes. It's not going to be on the screen, and I'm going to read it, 
and I want you to listen and try and visualise how this would have been. <clears throat> it was in the year King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him were mighty seraphim, each having six wings. With two wings, they covered their faces. With two, they covered their feet. And with two, they flew. They were calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. And their voices shook the temple to its foundations and the entire building was filled with smoke. Okay, open your eyes. Can you imagine it? How would you respond? If you'd been there, how would you have responded? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Their voices shook the temple to its foundations and the entire building was filled with smoke. Now for me, the next bit is the most interesting part because we see Isaiah's response. I wonder what you were thinking yours would have been. This is Isaiah's. He said, it's all over. I am doomed for I am a sinful man. I have filthy lips and I live among a people with filthy lips. Yet I have seen the king, the Lord of heaven's armies. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal he'd taken from the altar with a pair of tongues. He touched my lips with it and said, See, this coal has touched your lips. Now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Then I heard the Lord asking, Whom shall I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? I said, here I am, send me. It's a really well-known Bible story, isn't it? You often hear people preaching and talking about it. And I think that's because it's so captivating. God's glory that Isaiah was so privileged to see completely transformed his life. He wasn't changed momentarily. He was utterly transformed. And isn't that what God wants to do in our lives? To take us, to utterly transform us, to mould us into his image. That happened once Isaiah had recognised how holy God is. Once Isaiah had recognised how sinful he was. I mean, look at that response. I am doomed. That shows the depth of his despair, really, doesn't it? the strength of his feeling and yet God comes forgives his sins and poses the question 
Whom shall I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go? And look at that beautiful response. Here I am, send me. And maybe that's what today is about for some of us. Recognising our sin and saying to God, here I am, send me. Made me think really, I wonder how much sin and that feeling of guilt blocks us from hearing God speak. I wonder if that's a barrier to us sometimes. I know it certainly has been to me. But the good news for us is that we don't live in Old Testament times. And we can see even more clearly than Isaiah was privileged to be able to, the glory of God in the New Testament. So if we turn now to the New Testament, we can see that Jesus came not like a fire, not in a vision, but in flesh. Look at the text, John 1, 4. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Isn't that amazing? Mm. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. So let's unpick that a little bit further. Who can think of a miracle? You're very quiet. Okay, a baby, yeah. I'm think, I was thinking more Jesus' miracles, but you're absolutely right, Carol. <laughs> okay, who can think of a miracle that Jesus did? Thank you. Another one? Any more? Any more? Hooray! Everyone's waking up. Good. <laughs> okay. There are so many miracles in the Bible, aren't there? In the New Testament, we read about what Jesus did over and over and over again. And don't they all deserve admiration, <coughs> praise and honour? Aren't they truly glorious? Even if you were to take one, you would be amazed at how glorious God is. And yet we have so many, as you've just kindly <laughs> reminded us, that we can think about. So, think about the calming of the storm. Impressive, isn't it? Worthy of praise, worthy of admiration, worthy of honor. Feeding of the 5,000. How many of you have ever had unexpected guests turn up? <laughs> can throw you into a bit of a spin can't it didn't face Jesus everybody received he deserves admiration praise and honor and the first miracle Jesus turning water into wine which is recorded in the Bible it actually says in John the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory so the purpose behind the miracles was to reveal God's glory to us, that we would understand who God is, how glorious God is. And just like Moses and Isaiah, who saw God's glory, the disciples were changed. They believed in him. They saw God's glory at work and as a result believed in him. The greatest miracle is 
the resurrection of Jesus. So worthy of admiration, praise, honour, all those things. And Jesus actually spoke about it. He said, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. He knew that in being um, obedient to go to the cross, that actually it was going to bring God glory. Jesus spoke these words. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. It was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Isn't that incredible? Knowing that he was going to go through that pain, that suffering for us, he still, his focus was that God's name, the Father, would be glorified. Now, if that was Jesus' purpose, surely that should be our purpose, that we should be glorifying God, that we should be honouring, admiring our amazing God. There's a beautiful hymn, in fact, it's one of my favourites, and it's by a very famous hymn writer, Fanny Crosby. And this goes back even further than Ian's Bible. This goes back to 1872. <laughs> Listen to the first verse and the chorus. To God be the glory. Great things he had done. So loved he the world that he gave us his son, who yielded his life an atonement for sin and opened the life gate that all may go in. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory. Great things he has done. Okay, we've seen a glimpse this morning that God is truly glorious. Moses was changed. He was drawn to God's glory. He responded to God's call. Isaiah was changed. He recognised his sin. He heard God speak. He devoted himself to serving God. People were changed. There's a... Um, a passage in the Bible and it's about one of the centurions guarding Jesus at the time of the crucifixion. It says, when he and the other guards saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, surely he was the son of God. It's one of my favorite pieces of scripture. Just think, if you'd been there, Surely he was the son of God to see that happen. But the question is, what about us? What about you? What about me? Are you aware of God's glory? Will you allow it to change you this morning? Let's have a quick recap. What have we learned about God so far? We've learned that He's eternal. 
He's omnipotent, all-powerful. His miracles demonstrate that, don't they? He's unchanging. He's incomprehensible, in other words, beyond our comprehension. He's omniscient, he's all-knowing. He's omnipresent, he's present everywhere. And he's glorious. He's worthy of admiration, praise and honour. So how do we do it? How do we give our admiration, praise and honour to God? Well, just going to give you three kind of ideas. There are lots of ways we can do it, but practical tips or steps you can take to do that. One is to meditate on what the Bible tells us about God's glory. Think about Moses. The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire. If you were to meditate on that and really think about that, it would amaze you, wouldn't it? So find some scriptures you can meditate on that speak of God's glory, that show you God's glory. Another idea, consider. Consider God's glory around us. Isaiah said, the earth is full of his glory. It also says in Psalms, the heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the work of his hands. Worship, we've done that this morning, haven't we? We've sung about how worthy God is of glory and honour and praise. Well, God's first and greatest commandment to us is this, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And worship is a wonderful way of beginning to do that. Let's go back to this um, hymn, To God Be the Glory. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory great things he has done. So drawing to a close, like Moses, like Isaiah, like the disciples, like many others here today and we read about in the Bible, you can find purpose and meaning in your life. Maybe you're thinking, I'm most like Moses. I feel drawn to God's glory. I long to be in his presence, but it's, I'm reaching for it. Maybe you're like Isaiah. Your awareness of God's glory is becoming more and more and more intense for you. And as a result, your awareness of your own sin is becoming more and more and more prevalent in your life. Thank God we can take that to God. We can turn, we can repent, he forgives us, and that new chapter can begin. Just like Isaiah, here I am, send me. Maybe that's your step today. Maybe you're like the centurion and the guards and your eyes have been opened. Maybe you're beginning to see now, surely this is the Son of God. Surely, this is God's glory. Or maybe you're like all three. I think in some ways, I feel a little bit like all three. I feel like my eyes have been opened. I feel like 
I'm aware of my sin, really aware of my sin. In fact, preparing this talk, I think I've struggled with this more than any other talk I've ever been asked to give. And I think it's because the more you, uh, from, from my experience, the more you kind of get yourself into God's word, become aware of his glory, it can't but change you. And certainly I've become way more aware of my sin and bringing that to God for sure. So ultimately though, I think like Moses, I long to be in God's presence. There's no better place. So the truth, here we end. The truth is, only God is truly glorious in every way. And our purpose is to bring him glory. My question to you and me is, what will you do in response to this? Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you enjoyed the teaching. We'd love to hear from you, so please contact us. All the details can be found on our website. God bless.